They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. They say our thoughts are disinformation. is our response, The Rob Carson Show. Hey kids, it's already the 20th of October, and uh, we're just, what, 18 days away from an election, and uh, we hope that the Democrat Party will be held accountable for its abuses and usurpations that we have all experienced for Many many years, particularly they put the uh, they put the pedal down on this uh, this uh, train to Marxism, and fortunately the American people are saying, "No, nah, I don't think so." And unfortunately, we're following the lead of other countries <laughs> for the first time in forever. We are we're the ones with the First Amendment. We're the ones that we're following the world's lead. We're following Italy's lead. Uh, you know, well, we were following Great Britain's lead, but the the new uh, <clears throat> Prime Minister of Great Britain resigned already because she's like, you know what? There's no hoping. There's no helping these morons. So I'm just going to go ahead and step down. We can't do anything conservative over here because there's too many morons in charge. So I'll just step aside and let uh, Great Britain continue uh, its ride in the handbasket to hell. So there you go. But fortunately, there are a lot of people in America who are saying, ah, you know, I don't think so. I don't think so. We're not going here. And then there are all sorts of warning signs. You know, supermarkets uh, right now left with empty shelves throughout Germany. Now, did you also hear about Germany and France? Uh, they are literally, they're going to be having uh, rolling blackouts. Uh, they've got empty store shelves. And uh, the price of heating your home is going through the ceiling. That's coming to your house, too, by the way. I thought you should know that. You're going to get so scrod this winter. It's not even funny. It's, it's going to get all sorts of nuts. You thought the AC was expensive this summer? Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. A lot of things are going to be happening there. But supermarkets being left in empty shelves throughout Germany, by design, by the way, by design. Uh, you've got uh, you know, crops coming out of the fields right now in the United States. And uh, fortunately, this growing season, We'll have food, but uh, who knows, because uh, the price of fertilizer going through the ceiling, price of groceries going through the ceiling at the store. Have you been to the uh, grocery store lately? Also, also, there's this. There's this. Did you know that the baby formula shortage is still going on? Pardon me for being a little out of touch. My kids are grown up. Uh, wasn't that long ago that I was changing diapers and, uh, and doing the whole deal and, and doing the baby formula. But, you know, that, that still hasn't been fixed. Did you know that? Did you know that Pete Boot Edge Edge? who is, you know, marks a couple boxes, but other than that has no experience at anything. Uh, he hasn't fixed the supply chain crisis. Why, why not? Why hasn't the supply chain crisis been fixed? We lived uh, perfectly fine for decades and decades and decades. Are they setting us up to, be, uh, to have grocery stores like Venezuela and uh, driveways like Cuba? I think so. I really do. I've got a, uh, it's, it's so funny, and I, I don't know if you heard this the other day, uh, the price of, uh, Joe Biden did something that, that nobody else has ever been able to do in history, and that is to cause the price of used cars to go up like 50%. And my son has a 2005 Toyota uh, Camry SE. And, uh, you know, let's see, about three years ago, four years ago, it was worth about four or five grand, all right? 
Then it went up to like seven grand. I see them online. Seven grand. 198,000 mile car, right? V6, Toyota, Toyota's last forever. You can, you can put another 3,000, 300,000 miles on this car. But I took it in and uh, I need to have the power steering fixed. It's leaking all over the place. $3,000 on a 5000 possibly $7,000 car. And I got to figure out if we just total it or we fix it. Because the cost of replacing it is so expensive. It's kind of like the housing market right now. You got a house you've been in forever. You're thinking about moving. You're like, hey, you know, I've had a, a, a 3% interest on my home mortgage. We've been living here about 10 years. Honey, what do you say we get another house? Well, you know, I would. But you see, right now, it looks like the interest rate's going to be about 8.5%, probably the beginning of next year. So your house payment's going from $3,000 to $4,500 or whatever the hell it is. And, uh, and so you're kind of stuck, kind of stuck. It's kind of uh, funny that way. More than 90% of Americans worried about inflation. What? How is that possible? How is it possible? Oh, yeah, because people are living it. People are experiencing it. It's horrible. I mean, it's really, really, really bad. I went up to the store, went to Wally World, and uh, fortunately, you know, they always put out the turkey early, and it's cheap. And the reason being is because you'll go to the turkey, and while you're going to the turkey, you'll pass the sweet potatoes and the regular potatoes and the gravy and the bread and the rolls and the pumpkin pie and all that. And you'll spend all the money on that, and that'll be normally priced. But they get you in with the $1.88 bird or whatever. And you'll get, you might be able to get it for $0.90 cents a pound, which is an insult to the bird, by the way. You, know, you lived your life to be sold for $0.90 cents a pound. That's terrible. That's, t- that's like being a politician. You know, you, you sell your soul. But anyway, um, so I go in there, and I saw turkey breast for $1.88 a pound, which is what chicken breast used to cost. Now chicken breast costs two ninety eight. So I bought a couple of turkey breasts just to have them, not for Thanksgiving. 90% of Americans worried about inflation. Staggering polls show 70%. 70% of us believe America is headed in the wrong direction. The majority think the economy will get worse in another dire sign for Democrats. And you know the, uh, the amazing thing about this? 90% of Americans worried about inflation. 70% believe the country's headed in the wrong direction. Uh, they all feel that way because Joe Biden is the president. I thought, I, I thought you should know that. Joe Biden ushered in all of this nonsense. Those of you old enough to remember Jimmy Carter, you will know that Jimmy Carter was a piker compared to what this president is doing to the country. I don't think uh, Jimmy Carter was driven by a band of Marxists who hate America as founded and want to bring it down. He was just a, you know, good-hearted peanut farmer. It was a complete ignoramus, by the way, of, as far as the economy. Uh, but, you know, he became the president. 80% say inflation will pay, play a role in how they cast their ballot in November. Huh, who's in charge? By nearly 10% margins, Americans trust Republicans in Congress over Democrats to handle economic issues like inflation for jobs. That's why I say vote Republican, all right, to vote for Republican, and then demand that Mitch McConnell be deposed. For the 38th week in a row, voters said the U.S. is going in the wrong direction. I do that because, you know, the border's open and, you know, whatever. So three weeks before the economy, 90% of Americans expressed concern about the state of the U.S. economy, which would mean that uh, maybe Democrats would pull their heads out of their butts, but they're not going to. And, and I, you know, it's hard to say, to be quite honest, how the Democrat Party, how Joe Biden, the lengths to which they will go to uh, 
get as much as they can accomplished before November the 8th to throw the election in some way, shape, or form to create some sort of crisis, to empty our strategic petroleum reserves, which they have and they are doing, and Joe Biden thinks you're stupid, and he's cracking into the uh, the uh, strategic petroleum reserve again to the tune of 15 million barrels, which will last a day. One day. That's how much we use. That's what he's going to do. 93% of us say we're either very concerned, <clears throat> 71%, or somewhat concerned, 22%, about inflation brought on by the Democrats' massive spending and the war on American energy. And the nonsense, the Inflation Reduction Act. Dear God, if you still believe that was about inflation, if you ever believe that was about relieving inflation, I mean, honestly, please don't vote ever, ever, ever again in your life. Because if you're that stupid, if you have, if you have that inability to pay attention, then seriously, you shouldn't be involved. The same amount of respondents also report being very concerned, 68%, somewhat concerned, 25%, about the soaring economy that, uh, well, you know, a souring economy that economists predict has a 100% chance of being a recession in 2023. It's already a recession. Walmart normally hires 150,000 seasonal employees. This year, they're doing 50,000. You know why? Because all the people with second and third jobs already have jobs at Walmart. Yeah. Inflation and the economy are the top two issues for voters. 83% say Joe Biden's economy will be a major factor. Oh, gasp, shriek in how they vote. Which means it kind of looks like Joe Biden is, uh, has screwed himself. And I think that's fantastic. It just makes me so happy I could, I could almost cry. So what you have to do, by the way, is you have to get out and vote. You have to vote in person. You have to get out and you have to vote in person. Oh, I got a new app for my phone. Hold on a second. Got a new app for my phone that I can report uh, chicanery with regard to the election. It's called Votify Now. It's on my phone. It's called uh, Votify Now. And what it can do is it can uh, go to your polling location with you, and you can report if you saw somebody dumping a bunch of ballots there, or you saw some uh, some nonsense, or or you're a poll watcher and they they uh, kept you from uh, watching the polls. And you, they kept you from making sure that everything was cool and copacetic and there wasn't any cheating. So there you go. It's called Votify Now. You got that. So that's pretty cool. Oh, and this should actually uh, uh, strike terror into the hearts of uh, uh, Karens living in cul-de-sacs across America. Ikea. The place where husbands are dragged. And, uh, and you have to stand around while your wife looks at bidet covers or what bidet covers i don't know oh no 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 uh shams shams for the bed you know have you ever noticed that they're a pillow on your bed that you never use that's why they call them a sham because you spend a bunch of money for something never getting used it's it's a sham you see what i'm saying but ikea prices particularly in europe going up on many items 80 percent 80 percent check this out this is according to retail week the new Jock Muck set of table and four chairs uh, rose from 99 pounds to 179 pounds. You know that Jock Muck set of table and four chairs that comes with the, uh, the instruction manual that doesn't have any words that you get halfway through it and you realize you put it uh, together backwards and you got to start over again? Yeah. And then the don't forget the two-seater Glowstad sofa went up by two-thirds. Did you know that? Do, do, have you been looking at the Glowstad sofa? 
Probably you have, you know, or or there's the uh, Slatham double bed frame went up fifty percent. I know, I know, it's it's nuts. So you know when it starts to uh, you know uh, uh, get to IKEA, then you know that the cul-de-sac Prius driving uh, left in this country is going to go a little bananas because they can't get there. What the hell was that again? It was the. It almost sounds like you're speaking in uh, Klingon. Chuck muck, chuck muck. Set of table and four chairs uh, went from ninety nine to one hundred seventy nine. There you go. So uh, I've got some audio from Joe Biden. He says that releasing uh, oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is not about the election. (laughs) Yes, he thinks you're that stupid. I know. I know. You should be insulted. I mean, at this point with the COVID and the this and the that and the border and they're telling you the border's not. Honestly, uh, just shut up. Just shut up and give me the November the 8th so I can vote these Democrats out of office, make Joe Biden a lame duck, impeach him and remove him from office to save the damn country. How about that? How about that? So that's coming up. We've got a bunch of stuff on. Oh, yeah, they're going to they voted to make COVID a mandatory vaccine for your kids. And if you have healthy children, I would not only say no, I would say bleep no. And then I would keep my kids out of school. I would do everything I can to homeschool my kids to send a very powerful message to the government and to your school board that you're not going to take it for something that never kills children ever. Yeah, oh yeah, there were fifteen hundred out of a million people. Yeah, but you know what? They weren't kids. They had comorbidities, and they didn't die exclusively of COVID. It's nonsense, and I'll explain why they're doing that to your kids. Coming up on the show, here's the number. It's eight hundred nine two two. Six six eight zero. We're also going to have some laughs today. I know it's hard to laugh. Sometimes it is. Eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. This is a Thursday edition of the Rob Carson Show. hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America. We are finally putting America first. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Oh, by the way, the uh, uh, President Biden, President Doofy, is uh, apparently uh, pressing his team to prepare for the possibility of an economic crash similar to the one experienced in 2008. According to the New York Times, yeah, Number of the eight can't get hair fast enough. This is new from Jim Gossett, just in time for the midterms. For once it looks like we're gonna win this election. Come on. And take America back. For once we can change this country's direction. Joe's had us on the wrong track. Yeah, we're done. We done. For once it looks like the GOP's winning. Look out, Joe, this is only the beginning. For once it looks like we could take it. For once it looks like we could make it. We're going to. For once it looks like we could take sweet Love that. Love that. Love that. Love that. Timeless. It's timeless. Thank you very much. So uh, Jim Gossett is the producer of that. And if you want to find him online, it's jimgossettcomedy.com. Two S's and two T's. Yeah, um, Biden is scared uh, by the historic economic troubles that occurred during his stint as vice president and has asked members of the administration to estimate the chances that the U.S. will undergo a similar crisis. Oh, hell. Do you need experts for that? 
I got I got uh, probably a million a uh, million at least experts right now who know we're already there. Four administration officials from different agencies told the outlet that they did not believe a meltdown was imminent, but the heightened interest rates were significantly increasing the risk of financial crisis. Because see, what they've done is they started a fire, and now they don't know how to put the damn thing out. When I was a kid, uh, are you ready for a sit, gather around, kids? It's time for Uncle Rob's farm story. Yeah. See, I, I grew up in, uh, in Iowa, and every year we would, uh, as a family, go down, and we would burn off the uh, native grasses uh, that were near our farm field along the ditches. And the ditches about, you know, 20 feet wide, deep. In the, and we go out and, and we do a control burn. That's what you do when you want to manage the grasses and, you know, keep them down, keep them from seeding, blah, blah, blah. That's what we do. And my mother would be there with a the garden hose, and my dad would be there, and I'd be there with a rake and shovel and all of us, and we, and we would keep that going. Well, what the Democrats did is they started a fire. Now they don't know how to put the damn thing out. So what they're going to do is they're going to raise interest rates, and, and this is tried and true crap. This is the kind of Janet yelling crap. This is the kind of, you know, I, we've seen this before, Paul Volcker, crap. Honestly. And now it's out of control. And now you're going to have to sit tight in your house because you don't want to pay 8.5% for your damned uh, mortgage. The odds of recession uh, settling in by October 2023 hit 100%, according to Bloomberg. And then there's Buster in Santa Cruz. He says that things are so bad, he had his groceries stolen from him. Buster, uh, KSCO is our glorious affiliate station in Santa Cruz. Tell us your story, bro. Haven't heard from you in a while. What's up? Oh, Rob, I got to tell you this, man. This is incredible. Okay, so I go into the store. I'm like you, trying to, you know, split pennies, go for the 30% discount, all that. Yeah. So I get I get it together. I get a bag of groceries, like four items, 25 bucks, all right? Yeah, yeah. Sticker shock. Yeah. Now, right outside of Safeway is a water dispenser. Yeah. So I step right outside. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Now, I wasn't oh, thinking it was funny at the time. Uh, I turn my back. It must have been... 15 no more than 20 seconds you turn your back to put the jug into the water i turn around my groceries are gone oh dear God. i mean i thought i was losing my mind i was going wait a minute Man. didn't i just back <laughs> oh my god it was amazing i've never experienced anything like this oh my lord <clears throat> Yeah, and you know, it just confirms there's something going on here as yeah. far as, you know, they say there's a lot of people leaving California. Yeah. But I think what's going on, Rob, it's getting overshadowed by the people coming in. Yeah. And they're not, you know, I grew up here. There was a lot of cool, really nice people at the time. Yeah. And that is switching over to a more... I don't know what to call it. There's a different kind of people coming in here. There's well, you do you do have, by the way, you do have Venezuela emptying its prisoners to come to uh, the United States. So I wouldn't doubt that a lot of them are coming. Literally, murderers, rapists, whatever. They're just clearing them out to come to the United States. So would it surprise me that things are getting worse? Buster, I'd get out of there before you, uh, you know, can't get out of there. Thanks for the call, bro. I do appreciate it. On the way, Joe Biden says that... Uh, uh, he's not releasing uh, fuel from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to lower gas prices in time for the election. Yeah, you know what? We're not stupid. We are not. But he is. This is The Rob Carson Show. Stick around. Hey, it's Carson. 
Do you really control your retirement money? If you've got a 401k or IRA or similar retirement plan, the government controls it. They decide how much you can borrow and when you must pay it back, and you'll own taxes and penalties for taking money out too soon or waiting too long, even though it's your money. And thanks to our skyrocketing national debt and a Congress that continues to spend like a drunken sailor, who knows how much you'll have to pay in taxes during a retirement that could last 30 years. Bank on yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. This retirement plan alternative has never had a losing year in over 160 years. Guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income with no luck, skill, or guesswork required. Your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. Tax-free retirement income, guys. You're in control. You get access to your money for any purpose with no questions asked and without government penalties or restrictions on how much income you can take and when you can take it. Try doing that with a 401k or IRA. You can't. You can get a free report with all the details on how the Bank on Yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, and control to your financial plan. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash news. That's bankonyourself.com slash news. They impeached our president twice for nothing. The truth is simple, and it's right before our eyes. They raided his home. I don't know what to be concerned about. No one, no one seems to. And they call us extremists and fascists for supporting him. Yeah, we're done with all that. It's the Rob Carson Show. 90% of Americans are worried about inflation. When was the last time you heard that? When when was the last time you heard that? I've been on the planet 56 years. I I have never heard 96% of Americans are worried about inflation. I don't remember much about the the, uh, Carter administration just because I was a kid. I wasn't paying attention. I was more worried about riding my Schwinn Stingray. Thank you very much. 90% of Americans are concerned about inflation and the economy. 80% say inflation will play a role on how they cast their ballot. Gas prices going up again. Joe Biden is a, he's a a sleazebag. And he is uh, tapping into our strategic petroleum reserve. Uh, You know, and I mentioned this, this is what, uh, you know, the Democrats are doing. Uh, A lot of times in the past, you thought maybe that if your, your dog went inside the house, you'd rub your dog's nose in it and they'd get it. That was a really, really, I mean, if you're still doing that, knock it off. Or somebody should rub your face in it. But anyway, they, they do that. You know, the dog makes a mess. Rub the face in it. I'll teach him. And the dog just goes, what are you doing this for? I don't know what the hell this is about. Dog didn't even remember pooping there. It's like Joe Biden right now. You know, I don't even remember pooping there. Right there behind the podium. Don't even remember it. But that's what the uh, Biden administration is doing. They are uh, uh, crapping, creating crap, and then rubbing her nose in it. And then saying, well, we didn't do that. What the hell are you talking about? We didn't do that. Here's the President of the United States yesterday, uh, once again opening up the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to the tune of 15 million barrels, which is one day, one day worth of consumption in our country. And he says it's not political. And, you know, why haven't the Republicans done anything about it? Where have they been the last four months? (laughs) That's my response. Yeah, yeah. Hey, a jerkweed. We're not in charge. Okay, we can't do executive orders. We can't reverse executive orders, idiotic executive orders, like shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline and, uh, and preventing uh, drilling on federal lands. Motivated, sir. This no, it's not. Three weeks before the midterms. Look, it makes sense. I've been doing this for how long now? It's not politically motivated at all. Everything you do, every breath you take, every cake you bake is political. It's motivated to make sure that I continue to push on what I've been pushing on. 
and that is making sure. And that is 12-year-old girls whose hair smells so nice. There's enough oil that's being pumped by the companies so that we have the ability to be able to produce enough gas that we need here at home, oil we need here at home, and at the same time, keep moving in the direction of providing for alternative energy. the crappy electric cars you can't afford. That's what I've been doing. Now, the problem is these guys are asleep. I don't know where they've been. Oh, yeah. And they seem, you know, the price at the pump should reflect what the price. There you go. So he's saying that the price of the pump should uh, should reflect the amount they're paying for it. Well, you know what? Regulation and whatnot, and also knowing that the Biden administration has uh, declared a war on fossil fuels, they keep uh, they, they keep oil companies from drilling, uh, from building pipelines. You're not allowing them to build pipelines. But there's no reason, there's no onus for exploration right now because we know that you went to Saudi Arabia, you asked them not to cut production just in time for the election. Do not cut before the election. Keep it until after, and then you can cut it all you want. We don't care about the price of gas after that. We know that this is a political football for you. We know whose back pocket you are in. You just put $400 billion of our dollars toward idiotic green energy nonsense. And if you don't believe me, check out this a montage. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we, would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? Yes. And, new pipeline. And, and, exactly. and... No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Just real quick, I want to... Uh... And it's going to be hard for me because most of uh, Biden's voters are dead. I mean, were dead last election. Uh, You know, uh, don't vote for him again, dead people. Don't, because, you know, he's really screwed us over. I've argued against any... Maybe we should have a seance or something. I don't know. Oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again. And we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth? Now, name a single company. That would say, by listening to that and looking at the actions of the Biden administration, making us energy dependent again, going over and uh, performing acts on the uh, the leader of Saudi Arabia to uh, to no uh, uh, result, by the way, uh, and then coming back over here and suggesting possibly getting money from Venezuela, which is releasing its criminals to come to the United States. Uh, what oil company is going to go? Yeah, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and build those rigs and start pumping oil just in time for the midterms, and then get screwed over. Nobody can be this stupid, right? I, 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 I would think. This has to be all political. Duh. This has to be all political. There's no doubt about it. Nobody can be this broken and stupid to do these things, to commit these abuses and usurpations on the American people. By the way, to uh, refill the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, about $72 a barrel. About $72 a barrel. The Democrats didn't want to do that when Donald Trump was in office. Donald Trump had a plan. He was going to, he was going to tap that thing. He was going to fill that all the way to the top. And uh, oil was a whole lot cheaper back then. Based on the price of oil, I've also instructed the Secretary of Energy to purchase, at a very good price, large quantities of crude oil for storage in the U.S. Strategic Reserve. We're going to fill it right up to the top. Saving the American taxpayer billions and billions of dollars, helping our oil. That's another thing that Donald Trump was right about, which means just about everything he uh, he did, he was right about, and everything he said, 
he was pretty much uh, right about. Industrial making us even further toward that wonderful goal which we've achieved, which nobody thought was possible, of energy independence. It puts us in a position that's very strong, and we're buying it at the right price. Energy independence. We are energy independent. And the only thing that separates us from that moment is a stroke of the pen and a stolen election. Yeah, I said it. I said it. But uh, Joe Biden says that if you just uh, wave a wand, if you just make it so, you can lower the price of fuel. Just check it out. Do all companies is this. You're sitting on record profits, and you're and we're giving you more certainty. No, you're not. So you can act now. No, you're not. You went to Saudi Arabia. You asked them not to cut production before the election to keep the the uh, the price of oil uh, lower, uh, and then you basically said after the election, do whatever you want. To increase oil production now. The third thing I'm doing. So he's just telling the oil company, uh, lower the prices now. Now to increase oil production. Now. He also said that to uh, people who own gas stations, just lower the prices. Just, just you know, kind of like uh, Captain Picard from Star Trek. He'd just say, make it so. Make it so, Mr. LaForge. Make it so. 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 Pull my finger. Make it so. Make it so. Sir? Do it. Do it. Do it. Meanwhile, the guy down in the engine room is going, well, our frickin' dilithium crystals are completely gone here, and I can't just make it so, jerky. I know you're up there, and you're getting all the attention on the bridge and everything. We're busting our butts down here in the engine room, and uh, the dilithium crystals ain't happening because you uh, you stopped uh, uh, digging for uh, the dilithium crystals because of green energy. I don't know. That's a bad comparison. Whatever. I tried. I tried. Here's that uh, Peter Ducey going after Caton. Uh, no, I always do this. Corinne Jean Pierre about uh, you know Joe Biden wanting to put oil companies out of business. So why in the hell should they do anything to uh, to expand production and uh, and exploration and lower the price? So you're asking oil companies to further lower gas prices. Make it so. What makes you think that they are going to listen to an administration that is ultimately trying to put them out of business? How how is the administration trying to put them out of business? <laughs> yeah, she thinks you're that stupid. Just, I don't know, policy, I suppose. It's like, well, I don't know why the border's open. Oh, just, something just happened when Joe Biden took the office. Oh, yeah, policy. Well, they produce fossil fuels, and this president says he wants to end fossil fuel. So, look, um, I, you kind of asked me this question yesterday. Yeah, and, and you didn't really here's answer. Where, I looked at my folder now. Here, uh, Where we would say U.S. oil production uh, is up and on track to reach a record high next year. We've seen that from their... Uh, uh, yeah, but see, November 8th is coming, and you've already said to the Saudis that uh, don't cut oil production before the election, but after that, I mean, seriously, there's it's like a farmer say, there's my daughter. Have at her, guys. Kind of that thing. Uh, kind of like that with voters in the United States. Saudi Arabia, there they are. Have at them after uh, no, November the 9th. Just have your way with the American voters. From when we see their profit margins, they are, uh, they, you know, it's record high. And so, in fact, the United States has produced more oil in President Biden's first year than under Trump's administration's first, first year. year. But at the uh, same time, first oil year. companies are raking in record profits, uh, while more than 9,000... Yeah, so is a big farmer. They're, uh, they're raking in big profits. They're trying to make more um, 
by forcing your child to have a vaccine they don't need. We're going to get into that here. But uh, either way, uh, the Democrat Party is, uh, is scrawled, and they're going to try all sorts of crap. Guys, we still got about three weeks to go. And they're going to try some unbelievable stuff. If you think petroleum reserve is a big deal, no, 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 not at all. Here's, uh, here is uh, NBC talking about the, uh, the polling that's going to uh, ruin uh, Joe Biden's presidency. And it was- I mean, well, he's doing it himself, but you know. We talked so much all year about the economy and inflation being important issues. How about this? This is a New York Times poll, brand new here, asking voters what's the top issue on your mind this election. I haven't seen it this dramatic in a poll. Yeah. Add the economy and inflation together. That is 44%. We're getting close to half of all respondents in this poll saying that's their top issue. Nothing else even cracks 10%. Right yeah, abortion is at 5%. Right now. And we've talked about the Republicans when it comes to the economy and inflation having a pretty clear advantage in the polls. And that- yeah, well, yeah. yeah that, that, that's that. Then you got this. Listen to this. Record drop in home sales. As purchases plummet 23%. Listings plunge 22% amid skyrocketing mortgage rates and crippling inflation. There you go. Yeah. Average uh, average uh, national average 30-year fixed rate mortgage uh, 6.1% up from 2.9% this time last year. Last year. But this is what this is what Democrats do. This is how they do it. Oh, the economy's a little sluggish. Give money away. Give money away. And then uh, you know, the increased spending dramatically. And then Inflation goes through the ceiling, and the only way they can control inflation, raise interest rates. Dear God, how many times do we have to learn this? Can we find another way? Is there another way? Is there somebody in the world, uh, you know, who will pull their heads out of their rear ends and run the country? You got the USDA. They're saying it's going to begin paying off $800 million in farm loans. That's interesting because part of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, they're doing this uh, agricultural justice thing. Which means that uh, Whitey, uh, get to the back. That's what it means. They, 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 because the government has hobbled energy production, farmers and ranchers are suffering dramatically, losing their butts, and the government is going to step in, and they're going to uh, they're going to pay off thirteen thousand borrowers to start already benefited from the resources eleven thousand delinquent direct and guaranteed borrowers had their accounts uh, brought uh, current uh, the USDA is a scheduled annual installment for these direct loan borrowers giving them peace of mind blah 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 twenty one hundred borrowers who had their farms foreclosed on and still remaining in debt have had this debt resolved in order to cease debt collections and garnishments but who do you suppose who do you suppose they're basing it on checking a box. You, this will come out. This will come out. All farmers are suffering. This administration only cares about farmers who are in a, a afflicted groups, I guess. All right, let's take a break. Here's a number, guys, if you want to chime in. Uh, 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the Rob Carson Show. You're all coming to you. You're sitting on record profits. 
and you're and we're giving you. So it's big pharma. Why didn't you ask that at big pharma? Why did you have to make it into legislation? Why did you just say lower your prices, lower your prices? You're making you know. And they had to put it into uh, into legislation so big pharma wouldn't have to lower its prices. Big pharma could still make millions, billions. I mean, ungodly profits during COVID, and they want to make more. And that's why yesterday the CDC passed an initial vote to uh, make sure that your child has to get the COVID vaccine to go to school next year. And here's what you need to do. You need to tell them to, I can't say it on the air, but that's what you need to do. Big Pharma. Here, here's Joe Biden more telling Big Oil to lower your prices. You more certainty so you can act now to increase oil production now. The third thing I'm doing. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, uh, why didn't you say that to Big Pharma? Why did you Why did you have to go to an Inflation Reduction Act and put a bunch of money in there for Big Pharma, and uh, they don't have to lower their prices? How about How about that? Why didn't you just do just demand just uh, Merck, uh, Pfizer, uh, cut your COVID vaccine, everything you got in the hopper, cut it eighty uh, percent, because you know uh, prescription drugs are too expensive. Let's just demand that, Joe. Megan McCain. I normally uh, don't pay much attention to her because, you know. Megan McCain, millions of Americans may freeze this winter because of far-left anti-human energy policy. Voters are sick of this garbage, and Democrats will pay for it at the ballot box. If Megan McCain gets this, then, dear God, I mean... New England's regional power grid operator is now warning millions of Americans in the Northeast of the potential for rolling blackouts this winter. Those counting on reliable supply of fuel to heat their homes this winter may need to start chopping wood like they're doing in Germany. If we get sustained cold period in New England this winter, we'll be in a very similar situation as California is this summer. Nathan Hansen, regional power company executive, but not to worry, Biden Democrats have a solution. Solution, get an abortion. Yeah. That's what uh, Stacey Abrams said. Having a children is why you're uh, worried about the price for gas. It's why you're concerned about uh, the food uh, costs. You can't uh, divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. This after we just found out that the pandemic has caused a baby boom. 46,000 newborns in the United States. Unexpected baby boom. People staying at home. You know, bow chicka bow, if you will. Women 18 to 34 and women uh, college-educated decided to, uh, you know, work from home, if you know what I mean. Yeah. How long is it? What year was this? Is this 2021? It's going to say if you're still pregnant and you're a Democrat, you could probably still abort the baby until birth. Just to throw that out there. I'm just saying you don't want inflation to uh, affect you. But that's what's going to happen. The president releasing $15 million, uh, 15 million more bales from the Strategic Oil Reserve. Since the U.S. consumes 20 million barrels a day, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Many of us scoffed at those crazy Californians when they started getting text messages in September pleading with them to turn off their appliances and don't charge your stupid electric car. Only in California, right? The Biden White House, White House has leased fewer acres both offshore and on federal lands for oil and gas developments than any administration in a similar period dating back to the end of World War II, according to the Wall Street Journal. In predominantly Democratly uh, controlled Northeast, coal, oil, and nuclear plants are being shut down faster than renewable energy alternates can come online to replace them. It's going to get all sorts of cold. Cold this winter. 
U.S. Energy Information Administration forecasts average household spending will increase for all heating fuels this winter with natural gas and heating oil leading the surge at about 30% over last year. Did you get a 30% raise? Did you get a 30% raise last year? Because if you did, I mean, you're even. <laughs> You'll be even. I mean, wow. It, it really is remarkable. Here's your idiot uh, uh, vice president yesterday, a couple of days ago, talking about, about climate change and, and, uh, and all. And, and it's gobbledygook. It's faculty, rounds, uh, faculty lounge mental masturbation. But here it is. What are some of the climate actions that... Actually, no, I've got to hold on to that because we got a break. I will share her idiocy. I, trust me, I know you're, you're waiting for it with bated breath. Coming up on the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson for Stamps.com. The holiday season has a way of sneaking up on us. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season. I don't have a business, but my uh, relatives expect homemade biscotti and pet treats from my wife. How's that? And if you haven't started preparing for the chaos of holiday mailing and shipping, you're already falling behind. Luckily, Stamps.com has everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. It's the 24-7 post office you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. With inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. Protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates up to 86% off. Get ahead of the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code NEWSMAX for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. We have uh, much to get on, a uh, little bit more on uh, inflation. 90% of us think that inflation is a big deal right now. 90% of Americans, 9 out of 10. <clears throat> the only people who aren't affected by it are uh, probably uh, the government bureaucrats and the Kardashians. That's about it. Otherwise, you know. It's a, a really big deal. It's a really big deal. The President of the United States is releasing another 15 million barrels of uh, oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and uh, it's at record lows, a 40-year low on that. And uh, to replace it, it's going to be 70 maybe maybe $100 a barrel. Donald Trump suggested let's fill it when gas was uh, you know, $24 a barrel. But, uh, you know, they, these people aren't very smart. Oh, and they also have a very radical green energy agenda. And if you, if you need a clue as to where we are headed, and uh, I believe that we're heading there a lot faster than I could have imagined. Germany, literally, they're, they're cutting down forests in Germany so people can burn wood in their homes. They're reopening coal-fired plants in Germany and nuclear plants in Germany because they're so hosed. Because, you see, energy independence is not possible for Germany. It is for us. And Joe Biden made us energy dependent again. And it's funny. They create the problem, then they walk around like, I don't know what, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know. How, you know what? I, it's not that they're this stupid. They're just conniving 
really wretched, awful, miserable people. That's what it is. Here's a Kamala Harris. Oh, by the way, Kamala Harris, she fired her third. She's looking for her next speechwriter. They just fired her third speechwriter. And I don't know where the hell they're getting her speechwriters because they all write the exact same way. They all repeat really stupid crap. So I don't think the speechwriter is the problem, right? But here's Kamala Harris being asked about uh, 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 climate change and, and uh, you know, what we need to do for climate change. What are some of the climate actions that the administration has taken that folks may not know so much about? Well, a lot of it has to do with... She's looking at note cards on the end table near here. I'll crank it up a little. A real intentionality that we have. Real intentionality. Really, that's a word. Now, that's a word that's used in faculty uh, lounges on universities. Uh, yeah. Uh, to reshift industries. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, shift us to electric vehicles, which will never happen because there are no electric tractors, trains, fishing boats, uh, combines, uh, I can go on, tanks, uh, battleships, uh, keep going. And um, do that in a way that we are emphasizing the importance of U.S. investment in U.S.-based R&D. Here's where she gets really childlike. D, research and development. She explains R&D, research and development, I know that. By the way, in case you didn't, didn't know what research and development is, I'm Vice President. I'll explain it. The importance of U.S. investment in U.S.-based R&D, research and development. Thank God she explained that to us. I would have never known what R&D was. Uh, the, the President and I both care deeply about the importance of investing in, in, in scientists. And Dear God. She's not, yes. Engineers and, and that research. Listen to the applause. Hold on. L listen, she got applause for this stupid line. The, the president and I both care deeply about the importance of investing in, in, in scientists and engineers and, and that research. <laughs> wow. Um, wow, she'd almost be uh, childlike, you know, if she were a child. This is a story I, I got, and I'm going to get to this uh, CDC passing the uh, vaccination requirement for your child to go to school. Trust me, we're going we're gonna to get on that. An electric vehicle owner who takes road trips between Cheyenne and Casper in Wyoming revealed he had, that his first road trip of 178 miles took 15 hours in his Nissan Leaf. First of all, Nissan Leaf. Why? Dear God, Why? <clears throat> It was very difficult, for example. It took 15 hours to get from Cheyenne to Casper, Alan Ohashi said, uh, uh, told Cowboy State Daily, adding that his uh, particular trip wasn't taken in the evening or in the beginning of the EV era. It was taken, it, it was taken in May of this year. You know that EVs are so inefficient. If you put a coexist bumper sticker on it, just the weight of the sticker will uh, cause your engine to uh, not go as far. It's, it's that bad. One month later, Ohashi was able to complete a road trip in about 11 hours, he, to, he said. To put it in perspective, the trip of uh, 178 miles should take less than two and a half hours traveling the speed limit in a gasoline-powered car. Ohashi's experience driving across uh, Wyoming has been uh, such an adventure that the EV owner even wrote a book about the subject titled On the Trail, colon, Electric Vehicle Advice and Anxiety. Charging an EV involves three different levels of chargers that power up different types of EVs at different rates, Cowboy State Daily noted. But none of these uh, charging levels are as fast as filling up as a gas-powered car at the pump. 
And also, if you need uh, to convert your get-and-go or your come-and-go or whatever, your 7-Eleven, to convert them to, uh, to electric vehicle charging, you need about an acre, maybe even more. Oh, Hashi said that he left on his trip from Cody, Wyoming, from Colorado in a Nissan Leaf, used a Level 3 charger at a public charging station in Wellington, Colorado, which can take his small vehicle between 10 to 30 minutes to charge. But the charge wasn't enough to get him to Casper, so he had to drive 30 miles to Cheyenne, where he could use a Level 2 charger at a Nissan dealership. At that level, Ohashi would roughly get 10 miles worth of power for every hour he was hooked up. 100 miles is 10 hours, kids. Moreover, Ohashi had to charge for three hours in order to get his battery back to where it was when he left Wellington. Another problem with the EV in a place like Wyoming is that in hilly terrain uh, and wind needs to be factored in, it can degrade the EV's range by up to half. Yeah. Additionally, an EV owner cannot just call AAA to bring them more electricity. An electric vehicle that runs out of power needs to be towed to a charging station. Ohashi told the news outlet he tries to stop at old motels where he can stay on the first floor and run an extension cord out the window while he's on his road trips. In some cases, the motels have plug-ins for block heaters. Well, it's Wyoming. Those reportedly charge a vehicle about five miles of range per hour. So Ohashi is able to get enough charge for 40 miles when he stays overnight in a hotel. After that, Ohashi was able to make it to Riverton, where he pulled off into a Hampton Inn, and that offers EV charging. A few hours after charging there, he headed up into the Wind River Canyon, so I barely made it to Cody. 185 miles took 15 hours to get there. Um, your EV is going to be absolutely worthless three years from now. I'm just going to tell you. It's already happened in France. They did that same thing with electric vehicles, going to electrify the fleet. And then when it came to change the batteries in those cars, they just junked them. It's not worth it. $20,000 for a battery. Get the new Hummer that costs $130,000. It takes three days to charge. Battery. I talked to my car dealer. Uh, hell, we don't even know. $40,000 to replace the battery. Don't even because you've got to take the whole damn thing apart, you see. You, my friends, have been bamboozled. You have been hornswoggled. You have been shanghaied, if you believe in this nonsense. The government could have said, hey, man, let's, let's try hybrids. I got no problem with a hybrid. My new car that I'm finally getting after 20 years, I, I would like to have a hybrid. I'd like to get a 35-mile-per-gallon Ford Bronco. But I didn't. I got the gas engine because they don't offer a hybrid. Hybrids are great. Plug-in hybrids. You could do a, a plug-in hybrid. get 160 miles a gallon. 40 miles for the charge, and then your gas engine kicks in when you need it. And so technically, if you're commuting 40 miles back and forth to work, you got 160 miles a gallon. But no, they went for broke, and they decided to, before the, the technology is perfected, before the supply chain is perfected, with all of the toxic heavy metals that it needs that come from China, Joe Biden just said, all right, electric, uh, you know, executive decision, all of the vehicles in the federal government have to be electric. You, if, you're, if you're an environmentalist, you realize how screwed you have just become with regard to all of the batteries, all of the poisons, all of the toxins, all of the heavy metals going to landfills, all of the windmill, windmills, all of the solar panels, all of the things that are made with these metals from China eventually will go south and they can't be recycled. Then there's this in, uh, in, 
in New Zealand where Jacinda Ahol, I'm sorry, it's Ardern, Ardern, sorry, I get those confused. They sound a lot alike. It's not Ahol, it's Ardern. Uh, she's the COVID dictator who destroyed the country with her idiocy about COVID. Uh, they have instigated a, a burp and fart animal tax aimed at tackling climate change. Like, uh, you know, I, gotta, I hate to tell you this, but uh, New Zealand is not even a pimple on the rear end of the earth. So uh, a burp and fart tax on animals is, uh, is like a fart in the wind as far as climate change, which is happening, but it's not caused by humans. Convoys of vehicles disrupted traffic in Wellington and Auckland as protesters demanded the government ditch plans for the burp and fart tax, the world's first levy on emissions of methane and nitrous oxide produced by the nation's 6 billion cows and 26 billion sheep. Thousands of farmers gathered brandishing signs saying the policy stinks. Here's what you do. Uh, you shut down the capital. You shut down Auckland. You surround the city with tractors on the beltway. Huh, that's an interesting idea. Surround the city with tractors on the beltway and shut it down. And that may have to happen in Washington, D.C. I'm going to tell you, there is a wave coming in November, on November the 8th. And when you look at what has happened in the past with regard to despots, with regard to people who ruled against the will of the, America, or of the people of the world, with regards to those who committed usurps, uh, uh, abuses and usurpations, losing an election, having your clock cleaned in election is the easy way out. Because despots, people who have exhibited this kind of control on populations, things have ended a lot worse for them in the past. So I would suggest you take your clock cleaning, Democrat Party, and you fix yourselves. All right, there you go. Let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California. Hello there, Sean. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on? Well, the thing about this whole thing on climate change is even if you grant them their false premise and their false uh, narrative, Mm -hmm. and you examine the actual effects, like uh, I just take uh, California, for example, everything we try to do to... uh, influence climate yeah as soon as china or india put in one coal-fired power plant it's more than what yes and china knows we're being played and they love that there are gullible politicians of the united states who are falling for it they love it hey guess what hey sean do, breathe with me just go ahead and give me give me a deep breath go ahead just so you are uh, are you still alive? Is the, is the carbon dioxide so thick that you can't breathe anymore? Or is it just the same as when you were growing up? It's about the same. And, uh, yeah, pretty I just, much. I just read another book that's sort of a, a good rebuttal to Al Gore's movie, The Inconvenient Truth. It's called Inconvenient Facts. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll... and the, no. he points out that the two big things that they worry about, you know, the amount of carbon dioxide in the air, yeah. That in the Earth's past, there's been ten times what we have I know. now. I know, I know. Listen, Sean, i got to run. And by the way, uh, if you believe that, you know, that, that the, the, the powers that be, Al Gore and John Kerry, if you believe the world's elites about climate change and the rise of the oceans, why do all of the elites live on the coast? Why do all of the elites, Barack Obama, John Kerry, live on the coast? It's because, like COVID, like, uh, like Anthony Fauci going to a, a, a Nationals game in the height of the pandemic without a mask on, they know it's crap. They know it's crap. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show.
If you're looking for a woke take on current events, just go back to sleep because you're not getting it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Oh, we got the phone lines lit up. People talk about electric cars and the uh, the price of heating your home is going to go through the ceiling. I've got a, a solution I'm, I'm trying at home. I'm going to share in a second here. Let's go to, uh, let's see here, Keith in Odenton, Maryland. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rob. How you doing? Um, I'm, I'm glorious. I've had a theory now for over 40 years about what the left, what their ultimate goal is. And I haven't heard anything that's changed my opinion of what they're really doing. Um, there was a guy, actually, that was on uh, the show that comes on after you okay. uh, that actually was in sort of a debate with the host, and he let it slip. He actually said that he um, he was being asked why he would vote for Fetterman. He was from Pennsylvania. Oh, and he Lord. said, I'm for anybody who would be willing to nationalize the uh, gas and oil industry. And yeah. that's what I've thought for a long time. I go back to the first, uh, second gas shortage in 1979. Yeah. And uh, that's the first time I heard it. I wasn't a, uh, en- entirely conservative back then, so I used to talk to liberals and leftists back sure. when you could talk to them. Yeah. And that's what they would say, that that was the answer to the gas shortage then, is that the government should just take over the gas and oil production See, they know that we're sitting on an ocean of oil, and they look at it as money in the bank. If you ask them, when they start talking about free college and and Medicare for all, and and you ask them, well, how would you possibly fund that? The first answer is just to tax the billionaires and the 2%. And when you point out that that's not enough money, that that's not even close to enough money, then back when you could get an honest answer, then they would tell you that if the government actually ran the sale of gas and oil yeah. that you could finance all that stuff. and keith and keith what happens when uh, when uh, the oil companies are socialized venezuela what happens when uh, when the oil comp- when the oil companies are owned by the state venezuela you're preaching to the choir what i'm saying <laughs> is that theory explains everything it explains the electric cars you say that yep. on an almost daily basis that you'll never run jet airplanes, that you'll never run trains, that you'll never run tanks, and all that, and that's 100% true, and they know that. They know that yep. plastics are based in petroleum. So yep. they know that, that that oil in the ground and that gas is always going to be worth money. But they don't want ExxonMobil to be making the profits. They want the United States government to be Yeah, but that's, it's worse than that. It's worse than that, Keith. They want to kill uh, the oil and gas industry. They are. They want to lower the boats. This is communism. This is when you talk about equity, uh, you know, and everybody's equal and all that. That's, that's communism, and that's what they want to do. They want to lower the United States boats, even though we're sitting on an ocean of oil. They want to hobble our economy. They want third world countries. Barack Obama said it 12, 13 years ago. He said that you can't drive the SUV you want. You can't eat what you want. This is pure socialism. This is oligarchy. The higher they want to create a crisis so they can solve it by taking over the industry. Well, and they're not even going to do that. They're going to take it over and shut it down, Keith. I appreciate it. And then also, let's talk about freedom. Now, I wasn't alive for Route 66, but look what having uh, you know highways and the ability to travel at your own leisure did for freedom in America. Now imagine you got to buy an electric car. Joe Biden and, and states like California and New York, by 2035, you're going to have to drive a crappy EV. Those are the only ones going to be sold. And they can, they can have your, uh, your, the, your, uh, their, their, uh, their foot on your neck. 
Okay, so when there's rolling blackouts or, or hey, if there's, a, uh, if there's a hurricane, you can't get out. Power fails, you can't get out. There are a lot of different reasons why they want EVs, guys. There are a lot of different reasons why the country wants EVs. Here's what I'm, I'm doing. I'm just going to share this real quick. Because we got a, uh, a little generator for the house. And it's called Nature's Generator. And it's from a company called Powerful Living. We just got it. It looks like R2D2, little thing here. And what you do is you, you hook up two little solar panels. And it generates enough power to run sump pumps, shortwave radios, computers, keep your fridge going, keep a heater going. If this isn't going to run my whole house. I, I don't have any delusions about that. I'm not doing a full array, but it's enough. We've got a little she shed in the back that has a, it's furnished. It's got a little heater in it. It's got uh, my son uses it in an, as an office, and we're going to make that completely sustainable using this little generator that we got. And now, if you want to learn more about it, jo- just go to roboffgrid.com. This is getting real, guys. Roboffgrid.com. It's just nice to have it. You don't have a gas line. You don't have to go buy gas. It will run. It will keep these uh, items running. Go to roboffgrid.com if you would and check it out. Uh, I don't think we have time for Dan in Baltimore, so, Dan, you're going to have to hold on. We're going to get to Dan's call. And then uh, yesterday, the CDC on a 15 to nothing vote, no objection, have approved forcing your kid to get the COVID vaccination, even though in the United States, the mortality rate for children under 17 is 0.0085%. That's 85, uh, what, uh, 0.0085%. Yeah, it's it's 85 one-thousandth of 1%. And also, these are the same people who say that your child can uh, switch their gender at 8. All right? So uh, I would say not only no, but bleep no. Uh, this is where we draw the line. You start picking with the kids, it's all over. It's all over. This is The Rob Carson Show. setting president joe biden setting record low approval ratings what the democrats have put our nation through it is a sad day it's the rob carson show oh there's nothing like a little acdc <laughs> and i'm not talking about uh <laughs> a book in your kid's library Anyway, oh, oh, this just in. This is the new headline. Joe Biden endorses the use of taxpayer funds to help women afford abortions. I told you this is the ultimate quandary is that Joe Biden's inflation would cause the price of an abortion to rise. So uh, what Joe Biden is doing is tapping into the strategic abortion reserve. I guess is what we have, the strategic abortion reserve, so he can, uh, he can help cover the cost of your abortion. So you don't have to, you know, the reason why, you know, you, you have to suffer with gas prices is because you're stupid enough to have a baby. You just have that baby aborted, and now Joe Biden is going to, he's just like that, uh, he's just like that, uh, that guy in college who, you know, who got somebody pregnant, and then his dad said, hey, hey, let's just pay for the abortion, and we can forget this. That's Joe Biden. He's like, uh, he's like that dad in college for the his irresponsible son. I'll pay for your abortion. Hell, just, just tell her to go get it. I'll cover the cost of it. There you go. Let's go to uh, Dan in Baltimore. has been holding and wants to talk about EVs. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, yes. I love, love your show. I don't often get a chance to catch it at night because I get okay. early. Yeah. My question or comment on the EV situation is this. If all these political people are pushing for it, 
come they're not required to have electric vehicles themselves for limousines or whatever? Let's say, why isn't there an electric beast or yeah. an electric uh, Pelosi plane or yeah. uh, elect- all the electric vehicles that service the White House be electric? Well, because you can't snap your fingers, you can't snap your fingers and make them electric. And there is uh, no EV worth its salt that weighs as much as the beast that would last more than twenty miles. Just look at the uh, the new Hummer H uh, H. Uh, what the hell it is? Uh, it's uh, it, you got to charge it for three days to charge the thing. Uh, you know, quite simply, what they've done is they've shot their wad on this this EV crap uh, before the technology is there, before even the energy supply is there. If you buy an EV, there's an 85% of the chance that it's going to be run on fossil fuels. So your argument, your virtue signaling, your coexist bumper sticker, your uh, embrace your mother with the picture of the earth on it and your bumper sticker doesn't mean anything. Now, and the reason I why politicians to... aren't doing it is because they know that EVs are for posers and EVs are crap. Go ahead. Now, I, I, I have to admit, I have a hybrid. Uh, Good. Hybrid. My, we've had for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's something that, living here in Baltimore, you can use it for driving around and yeah. for hauling the dogs, but mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to worry that, oh, do I have to charge it? Yes. But having something that is strictly electric, uh, mm-hmm. nobody has seemed, seems to be addressing the fact that... Dan- do you, yeah. do, do, do you know how your hybrid engine charges the battery? Yeah, I you do, because we've had it since 06. But yeah, but it's, it's it. breaking. It's breaking. Yeah. When, when you dr- and I know this because I sold cars for three years. It, it's through braking. When you're driving in city traffic, yeah. the braking charges your battery. So that's why you get better mileage in the city. And I, I don't think that these people who, who are pushing these live in cold weather. No. Uh, live in areas uh, like the Midwest where you have really, really hard uh, wind problems, like yeah. driving into a headwind. Uh, yeah. And let's say, how about an electric school bus? Yeah, uh, it, it, in, in the wintertime when, when, that, when that fleet goes down, forget about it. I, nobody's taking that in, into consideration. And no, these no. people are gullible enough to buy it. Granted, when I was in my to late teens and early 20s, I was a, quote, environmentalist. Yeah. But I would never have thought in a million years that it would be like this. Yeah, well, uh, i got to tell you, Dan, here's the deal. Dan, here's the deal. Uh, conservatives are environmentalists. Uh, I would venture to say that more conservatives are environmentalists than, uh, than Democrats, because Democrats think environmentalism is driving around a crappy electric car, living in the city, and going to Whole Foods. The real environmentalists are out there hunting and fishing. The real environmentalists are out there. They are putting terraces on their land to keep it from eroding. They concern themselves with environmentalism. They appreciate the natural beauty of the world, and they don't want it spoiled. Don't let anybody fool you. Leftists have no freaking clue about environmental and about uh, animal and land husbandry uh they have no clue but they virtue signal that's what they do i would venture to say that conservatives are much more environmentally sound than uh, than uh, the posers like al gore and john Kerry will ever be dan and you made the right choice and don't feel bad about owning a hybrid a hybrid is great a plug-in hybrid is great an ev is not ready for prime time i appreciate the phone call let's talk about this lousy vaccine Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. This is Jim Gossett. Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The The dumbest dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Biden says take the shot or go home. 
I didn't get the vaccine. I should be dead by now. Joe Biden's been in D.C. for going on 50 years. Democrats have their fingers crossed. And now he's trying to bring us down. Playing on people's fears. I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. That's what they do. We Democrats have had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say. Sing it! Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. We still got a constitution that's worth fighting for. It's my body. It's my choice. Ain't that what the liberals say? Jab and stick it all the way. This is the USA. If you want to hear these uh, song parodies and the guests that we have and the show in general in the podcast, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast for the Rob Carson Show podcast. So the CDC has passed um, uh, the initial vote for the COVID vaccine for uh, children, including six-month-old babies. CDC buys vaccine at a discounted rate for distribution. Uh, Children who are eligible for VFC vaccines are entitled to receive those uh, vaccines recommended by the Advisory Council of the CDC, and they passed it yesterday. You want to hear them passing it yesterday? This is this uh, unelected board approving a vaccine for children. Otherwise, they can't go to school. It's mandating it. By the way, COVID-19 reportedly responsible for 1,300 deaths of individuals 0 to 17 during the entire pandemic which supposedly killed a million people in america which i don't believe where's the memorial where where the where the candlelight vigils come on where are the body pits where are the body pits outside of walmart where are the body pits outside of home depot where all those people had to work where are the body pits i want to know i want to know why our nation's elites forced our businesses to close and then went to dinner i want to know why nancy pelosi insisted on closing all of the beauticians, all of the salons in California, and then in the height of the pandemic, as somebody who has a comorbidity, and that is being 80, did a maskless session at her hairdresser that she made open up for her hair. I want to know why, if it's such a deadly pandemic, that Anthony Fauci was never seen in a hazmat uniform like in that Dustin Hoffman movie, Outbreak. Instead, he went to a baseball game and took his mask off. See what I'm getting at here? It's like, it's like all these uh, Democrats who preach uh, global warming and the, the sea rise is going to raise and then Barack Obama spends $30 million on two seaside properties. It's because you're being played. You're being played. Mortality rate for children under 17 is 0.0085%. There is no FDA-approved COVID vaccine available in the U.S. The most recent vaccine booster was tested on eight mice. All of them reportedly caught COVID. The VERS adverse site says that uh, 1% to 10% actual adverse reactions, including mitocarditis and death. Yeah. Yeah, look at it. Here's one. College football player, Sam Westmoreland, 18 years old, dies out of nowhere. Healthy as can be. No word yet on whether he was uh, vaccinated. But have you noticed that a lot of young athletes, a lot of people in their prime, just dying, just dropping on stage. I saw a kid in, in choir 
17 years old, just died out of nowhere. They have no idea. He was vaccinated. Yeah. I didn't get the vaccine. And the reason being is I, I, uh, I had a cardiac incident when I was 30 years old because I had strep and I threw a blood clot. I had a heart attack. Went from bench pressing 350 pounds to being told, don't push too hard in the bathroom. Puts a stress on your heart. Wow, my heart does not like Sunday mornings with a newspaper. Uh, so here is the CDC: fifteen to nothing, voting for vaccine for your children if they want to go to if they want to go to school. McNally, no conflict. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Bell. Bell, no conflict. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Lair. Lair, no conflicts. Yes. Thank you, Ms. Bata. Bata, no conflicts, yes. Thank you, Dr. Brooks. Oliver Brooks, no conflicts, yes. Wow. There you go. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to tell you, if I were you and I had a kid who was unvaccinated and the state wanted to insist that he or she get vaccinated to go to school, I would tell the school system and your government to bleep the bleep off. That's what I'd do. And I'd say, you know what? I will find a way to educate my child at home. I'll get with friends and neighbors. We will figure out how to educate our people at home until the school says, you know what? We're not going to go ahead and mandate. We're not going to mandate it. This is Marty McCary. Johns Hopkins been right on most everything. This is the night before last talking about the necessity of your child to get a worthless vaccine. Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why would you subject your children to what he just said? Why do we even right. do clinical trials? Right now we've got pharma saying, hey, we did a study. We're gonna Because they have this thing called emergency authorization. Why do you think they kept the emergency in effect, folks? Give you the top line of the press release. We're going to call the White House, and the White House then calls the FDA and the CDC and tells them to get in line. They bought 170 million doses of this new Omicron vaccine. There is Nobody wants it. They want to get rid of it. They want to empty the garbage that they have into your kid. It's never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community. Get your pitchforks. Get your torches. Figuratively, of course. The COVID vaccine in children will be the first. It will be added with no clinical data. Unbelievable. Unacceptable. And if you thought that CRT and transgenderism got people to the polls, imagine what this is going to do. All right, we're going to take a break. I've got a little more on this. Also, Randall, you'll hold on. You'll be next. This is The Rob Carson Show. in election year, and a whole lot of Democrats have electile dysfunction. That is simply not true. It's the Rob Carson Show. By the way, the CEO of Moderna last week admitted only the vulnerable need a COVID booster. Says the virus is a lot like the flu. He, he knows this has been tapped out. He knows that uh, this has been People just don't believe the crap anymore. They don't, because we know now that the, uh, the vaccine never prevented the spread. You missed your grandmother's funeral. You missed her dying in the hospital. 
you uh, you had to close down your gym. You had to uh, you had to just think about all the hell you went through. We can't forget this, the hell, and and I wasn't even it, it was bad here. Nothing compared to like Montgomery County, Maryland, where I used to live. The COVID dictators there. And I'm dealing with the shrapnel of two kids who went through the intense anxiety, the fear porn, the bull crap. It's real. And uh, if this government, without FDA approval and just a board that's not elected in any way, shape, or form, unanimously votes 15 to nothing to force your kid to the vaccine, I'm going to say, bleep you. Surround the castle. Bring your pitchforks. Bring your torches. Done. Don't bleep with my kid. There are a few things that I would fight and die for. One of them, my country is founded. Two, my children. And my wife. Well, you know, my wife, family. This is Dr. Asim Molhatra. He is a uh, cardiologist talking about the vaccine in kids. It is my duty and responsibility as a consultant cardiologist and public health campaigner to urgently inform doctors, patients, and members of the public that the COVID mRNA vaccine has likely played a significant role or been a primary cause of unexpected cardiac arrests, heart attacks, strokes, cardiac arrhythmias, and heart failure since 2021, until proven otherwise. Yep. They're running PSAs in New York City. There's a hospital there. They're running uh, commercials for children with mitocarditis. The warning signs, the pain in my chest, and I went to the doctor and he said, you've got mitocarditis. Really? What the hell? Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove, California. Hello, Randall. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Uh, hello. I don't know if it's afternoon or morning there. It's uh, it's afternoon. Have. It's afternoon. Okay, I'm gonna, okay, so I'll say good afternoon from now on. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's fine. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> now, uh, if you hear me out, you'll make my weekend. Okay. All right. Now, you're, as you're long as you don't stray into nonsense, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, I haven't caught the stupid, okay? Okay, don't. I'm not going to. All right. <laughs> so what I'm saying is uh, when you're talking about science and products, whether it's vaccines, e-cars, or any technology that uh, has been put out before it has been tested with prototype testing, um, that's called uh, the culture of fake it till you make it in the so-called quote-unquote Silicon Valley, which used to have does, and they don't even have real R&D. And when it comes to vac- vaccines, you used to have a, a large complex of the Stanford uh, University Industrial Park, which no longer exists. Now, there's a case regarding Theranos Company uh, that was run by uh, CEO uh, Elizabeth Holmes. I, they made it look like she was already sentenced. It's been years, and she hasn't even been sentenced yet. She's not the only one. So they pitched products that they never, ever uh, completed. It never worked, and they got funded. They got connections. And I want to really stress to America and anyone who's listening that Silicon Valley does this regularly. They will put out products 
that have not even been completed in the design and prototype. And uh, I want to. I want to really uh, hope that some. Maybe you can look into that Elizabeth Holmes Bernos case. Okay. That's not the only one in the Bay Area. All right, real, um, real quick. Uh, finish up real quick here. We've got to take a break. All right. I just want to want to really stress the fact that things that come out of that area, the Bay Area, they call Silicon Valley. They used to do all the manufacturing there for everything. Yeah. Hewlett Packard, yeah. all of it. They no longer yeah. do. And, and the stuff that they're putting out, like you said, with the e-cars, they they don't have to finish the development of it. All right, all. listen, I got to run. You know? I got to run. I got to run. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Uh, and also, there's a thing called emergency use authorization, which the American government, which Joe Biden is abusing. If anything is an emergency, if you can declare an emergency, you can make anything legal. Uh, you can make any mandate possible if it's an emergency. There's that, too. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. They called us deplorables. They shut down our country. They say our thoughts are disinformation. is our response the rob carson show yes it is and we are in the final hour of the show with uh, gordon chang going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour he's an expert on china haven't talked about china lately and what they're up to other than you know uh, looking at taiwan and licking their lips like a cartoon character you ever see those cartoons from the old timey days of warner brothers cartoons when they're starving and the one character looks at the other and he turns into a chicken leg that's what uh that's what china is doing with taiwan right now so we'll get to that uh, very shortly on the show but you know what it is uh it's the month of halloween and joe biden's family is really scary here's jim gossett by the way a favor, I cannot lie. They said, call Joe Biden, he's the big guy. What would it take to plant the seed? Halter said, Boris, here's what you'll need. You need some cash. You'll need some monster cash. Some monster cash. A big one you should try. You need some cash. You'll get results in a dash. Give him some cash. You need some monster cash. China paid Hunter and Sleepy Joe. Bobolinsky told us what we need to know. Their obvious crimes are as clear as day. The Biden White House is pay to play. You need some cash. You need some monster cash. Some monster cash. <laughs> Help Hunter build his sky. You need some cash. To really make us splash. Give them some cash. Give them some monster cash. Wow. Or you can just give them $5 million into an account and, uh, and uh, don't tell Tony Bobolinsky about it. Just get that and then, uh, you know, there is that. So uh, if you want to check out any of the, uh, the song parodies that we feature on the show, the great guests and whatnot, uh, just go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. It's uh, the entire show. We edit it down. We make it shorter and uh, sweeter. And uh, if you would uh, uh, download it, if you would also subscribe, maybe if you're on Apple Podcasts, do a five-star review. That would be huge. I've only got so many relatives, so, you know, I need a little uh, boost. But that would be uh, that would be terrific. I'd really uh, appreciate that. So uh, here's Carrie Lake on uh, the CDC mandating vaccines for children. 
They voted 15 to nothing yesterday to mandate vaccines that are worthless for your children because they have a, a whole lot of vaccines. And Robert Kennedy Jr. is going to explain why why they want to give your kids vaccines when they don't need them. I'll have that in a second. Here's Carrie Lake. Is that something you support? Absolutely not. We will never allow that in Arizona. This is an experimental shot. Our children are not guinea pigs. And we're not going to have incidents of myocarditis in our young, precious children. We will fight that with every fiber in our being. We're not going to have this forced shot by the CDC, which has their tentacles in big pharma. Yep. And I'm going to fight that. Yay, Carrie Lake. Yay. She's awesome. I wish that uh, male politicians in this country had cojones like she does. Robert Kennedy Jr. has been uh, very uh, anti-vax for a lot of reasons. And I remember I, I was really unaware of his efforts, but he is actually a, a learned individual. He was uh, made into some sort of conspiracy theorist by the left when he was telling the truth about COVID, the COVID vaccine, how it was going to be played, et cetera, including there was one video that got my YouTube channel pulled down. I just posted a, a video on Robert Kennedy talking about vaccines. My video is taken down on YouTube. Then it's really funny. YouTube, there's such D-words for Richards. Yesterday, I've got uh, several YouTube pages I haven't put anything on in years because they always shut me down. So what's the damn point? I got a Rumble channel at Rob Carson Show. But they, they literally sent me, they said, we have to remove your video uh, for medical disinformation. And it was a video that I posted in October of 2020. <clears throat> so I'm like, well, thanks, YouTube. And you know what? You can suck it. Because I'm not posting things on YouTube. So, I mean, maybe you think like you're getting some sort of uh, leverage by shutting down a video I produced two years ago, <laughs> a podcast. I'm like, oh, please, is that all you got, YouTube? I honestly screw you. Uh, screw you, screw YouTube, screw uh, Facebook, screw uh, Twitter. They're done. Uh, go to Getter and, uh, and go to Truth Social because, and Rumble because, honestly, the rest of them they can all go, you know, wherever. Anyway, here's Robert Kenny Jr. talking about why, why... They uh, want your kid to get vaccinated to go to school. So they're never going to market a vaccine, allow people access to a vaccine, an approved vaccine, without getting liability protection. Now, the, the emergency use authorization vaccines have liability protection under the PrEP Act and the CARES Act. So as long as you take an emergency use, you can't sue them. Hence the use of emergency use. Once they get approved, now you can sue them. Unless. What? They can get it recommended for children. Whoa. What? Because, because all vaccines that are recommended, officially recommended for children, get liability protection, even if an adult gets that vaccine. That's why they're going after kids. They know this is going to kill and injure a huge number of children. But they need to do it for the liability protection. Wow, 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 wow. <clears throat> and would you put it past the people who are completely cool with your nine-year-old little girl who's a tomboy? You just call them tomboys. Wants to be a boy at nine. That usually goes away. But there is a medical industry, there is a Democrat party who's saying that child needs to go on puberty blockers to stop the wrong puberty. Rachel Levine, HHS secretary, she says that kids can go through the wrong puberty. And he, this person, now I guess mutilated he, uh, 
says that it's okay for your daughter or your son to go through puberty blockers so they are sterilized for life, ruined for life, osteoporosis, a host of illness, and then your little daughter, uh, what they'll do is they'll give her a hysterectomy and remove her breast, healthy breast tissue before her 18th birthday. Because, you know, you, once you get puberty, there's no going back. You can't become the opposite sex. Well, you couldn't to begin with, but that's okay. And they take a big old piece of her forearm and they fashion it into a faux penis. Yeah. And then they wake up when they're in their 20s or 30s and realize how horrifically they've been mutilated. But the government right now, the Democrat Party, the medical industrial complex, they don't care. So if they're willing to do that, they'll do anything. <laughs> they, they will do anything, man. Unbelievable. AOC, she's been pretty much, uh, she went to D.C. and uh, she became a superstar. And she's just so cute and everything. Dumb as a box of rocks without the rocks, by the way. Uh, and, uh, and she, uh, you know, has been the belle of the ball for a couple of years because, you know, nobody asks her any hard questions. She's able to run away. She's, she appears on covers of magazines. She, like I said, she is not a smart person. So she goes back to Queens and she does a little, uh, little town hall. This after a town hall she had a couple a week ago where a guy said, why are you not saying anything about a possible nuclear conflict with Russia? And there were only a few people there. Well, last night there was a full house at AOC's town hall, and they were chanting, AOC has got to go. Now, you could tell these are liberals doing this because uh, they came with a bongo and a stupid chant because that's what liberals do. But listen. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Where's the hey, hey, ho, ho? You got to do the hey, hey, ho, ho. Or depending on what city you're in, just say, hey, ho. Never mind. That's something else. I was talking about Christmas, by the way. Well, what, 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 are you kidding me? We're not ready for our Vanity Fair shoot today? I've got to deal with these constituents who are mad at me for doing such a terrible job and being a moron? Well, that's weird. Oh, and then the, here's another. This is what, I had to bleep this one because uh, they were saying there's only, one, there's only two bleeping sexes. See, because AOC is down with this, uh, this, this idiocy, this Frankenstein monster theory about being, people being able to change their genders by twisting their hormones, keeping the same uh, chromosomes, but, uh, you know, at least having the appearance of being the opposite sex. And they weren't mad. They weren't happy about it. Ma'am, you're saying ask us why. Y'all have been talking for 20 minutes, okay? We know why. We know why you're mad. Let's talk about it. That's AOC, by the way. Yeah, there's only two bleeping sexes. Wow. Now, if I were her, I would feel uh, very fortunate because this is the usual kind of stuff where if you're a conservative on campus and you get a crowd like that, you're going to have to be escorted uh, to safety. Uh, ask Alan West. Ask uh, Ben Shapiro. Ask Ann Coulter. Like I said, if all the Democrat Party gets on November the 8th is a drubbing, then consider yourself to be fortunate because people are really, really, really pissed off. We're tired of the nonsense. We're tired of the BS. Here, where's the, where's the, let me find my montage. Hold on one second, let me find my montage. Uh, here we go. This is the montage. This is the speech of the year. 
And, uh, and it says everything that we are mad about in this country and everything that is driving us against the Democrat Party and to the polls. We're fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the... This is Harriet Hegeman. She, uh, she beat Liz Cheney by 40 points in the Republican primary in Wyoming. Attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. We're fed up with critical race theory. We're fed up with boys competing in girls sports. We're fed up with... media, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland yep. Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the FISA We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates, the CDC, the NIA, WHO and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. Oh my goodness! And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci. Oh, and it goes on and on and on, and it's not going anywhere. I want to mention this also. You know, we've been talking uh, about how to uh, report fraud, and I found this new uh, website and uh, app for your phone, Votify Now. And I downloaded it. It's on mine. And what you can do is you can report improprieties on Vote, Votify Now right there on your phone. Okay? You can use your camera and everything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this later today. But it's just a good idea because they're trying a lot of crap around the country. I've got actually some, some instances I'll share with voter fraud already happening coming up on the show. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. DHS, IRS, CDC, HHS, all complete BS. It's the Rob Carson Show. Little Black Betty. It's a great song. Great song. Ram Jam, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, AOC last night as people were chanting, hey, hey, ho, ho, she's got to go and all that. She was doing this little cocky little dance on stage. She was, she was mocking the people in the crowd. And, and somebody shut the lights off and she escaped. I guess. She beat a hasty retreat from her lair, as it were. <laughs> that's, a, that's an adjective. That's from uh, Schoolhouse Rock. I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid. Anyway, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, she was being cocky and she was dancing and making fun of the people who were there saying that there are only two sexes and you got to go. Like I said, Democrats, I'm just saying, you should just kind of let this election happen because uh, things could be a lot worse for the party in power that has suffered the abuses and usurpations on the American people that they have done so, that they have done. Yeah. Oh, this is, um, uh, a lot of people are uh, suffering, uh, certainly people around the world with regard to uh, the uh, inflation, etc., Armir Fasud, 54, lives in chronic pain, owing a back injury he suffered several years ago. While the problem underlying the pain that, eventually, that prevents him from sleeping, sometimes leaves him crying like a five-year-old, is not deadly. 
He now seeks help from the Canadian government to kill himself. Farsood is a, uh, a resident of uh, Ontario, reportedly in the process of, li- of applying for Canada's taxpayer-funded and state-administrated euthanasia. <clears throat> Euphemistically termed medical assistance in dying, or the MAID. MAID. Farsood told City uh, News that the pain is not what prompted his decision, but rather the prospect of ending up homeless. So I don't want to die, but I don't want to be homeless more than I want to die. While Forsood uh, presently lives on social assistance in a cleaning in a rooming house with two other people, it is currently up for sale in a booming and fiercely competitive real estate market. Have you ever watched uh, Property Brothers in Canada? You're like, what the hell, really? <clears throat> uh, and uh, should uh, he have to move, Forsood doubts that he'll be able to find a place to afford. So he says, you know what? Considering my health, I wouldn't survive being homeless anyway. So I might as well just apply for uh, for suicide. There's one of the downsides to uh, assisted suicide in a place like Canada with a, a sycophantic little fop as the premier who is a, a Castro-loving communist. Here's a little bit from the news story about the guy who has a bad back, doesn't want to be homeless, but Canada will kill him for free. Amir Farsoud has applied for medically assisted dying, known as MAID. He lives in constant agony due to a back injury, but has started the process for end of life because his rooming house is up for sale and he can't find anywhere else to live that he can afford. He barely survives on Ontario disability support payments, which are just over $1,200 a month. Are you saying that the government safety net isn't enough to feed yourself? Wow, we've only been saying that for about, I don't know, 50 years? He doesn't want to die, but being homeless is not an option. I know in my present health condition I would survive it anyway. Farsud meets the criteria for MAID, physical suffering due to disability that cannot be relieved. His doctor, who knows Farsud's real reason for MAID is his fear of being homeless, signed off on the application in August. Farsud needs a second to do the same. So the can- Canada says that if you're afraid of being homeless, that's a good excuse to put you down like a dog. There's a 90-day waiting period. He believes he could potentially access MAID in about a month. I don't wish to be dead, um, even with the pain, even with the meds. Um, I still want to be here. The CEO he still wants to be here. With Dignity Canada, a charity for end-of-life rights, says the organization has raised concerns about cases like this with the federal government. The fact that people are feeling compelled to apply for MAID or to, to even ask about MAID because they can't get the basic fundamentals to live a life, is it's a shameful. You know? Yeah, and by the way, the government is completely down with it, even here. Did you know that? Yeah. Why, why do you think that so many people got stuck in a uh, COVID positive, got stuck in a nursing home? I'm not kidding. This is, this is not uh, conspiracy theory stuff. The government loves it when you die after your 65th birthday. They don't have to cover Medicaid, Medicare, and all that crap. They don't have to cover Social Security. It's, it's all done. Duh. Originally, those seeking state-facilitated death were required at least 18 years of age with a grievous or irredeemable medical condition causing enduring physical or psychological suffering that is intolerable to them. Additionally, they had to be in an advanced state of irreversible decline with a death, a likely outcome in the foreseeable future. 
a Quebec Superior Court judge ruled in 2009 that people uh, who were suffering but not dying also had a constitutional right to be put down. And don't you suppose that the government would rather pay for putting you down than giving you a sustainable existence? Yeah. So in 2021, uh, the prospect of imminent death no longer a requirement. Uh, they, you have to be, have a serious and incurable uh, uh, illness or disability, be advanced stage of irreversible decline. Uh, that's Joe Biden. A severe, hold on, a state of irre- irreversible decline in capability. That's Joe Biden. Wow. That's amazing. I got more to this story, but we're going to talk to Gordon Chang next about China, what China's up to, if they're going to go after Taiwan, what they're going to do to us. All of that coming up on The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes. Yeah, right. It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't worry. It has been too long since we had uh, Gordon Chang on the uh, on the phone with us. He wrote this great book, The Coming Collapse of China. Also, the great U.S.-China tech war. And he's on the uh, phone on the Newsmax hotline right now. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? I'm fine, Robin. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of stuff to cover since we uh, since we last talked. Uh, China has kind of um, taken a back seat when you look at what's happening with Russia and Ukraine and America. What is China doing right now uh, that we're not paying attention to that we should have? That's the question I want to ask because we're distracted right now by a lot of domestic issues. Russia, what's China up to these days that we should be worried about? Well, the first thing, Rob, is that uh, China is fully backing Russia in the Ukraine war effort. And Russia couldn't really continue this without China's support. So, for instance, China has been um, financing this with its elevated commodity purchases. China's put its diplomats in service of the Kremlin. China's opened up its financial system to sanctioned Russian institutions. Um, Communist Party and central government propaganda has been amplifying these Russian disinformation about the war and China supplying military information to the Russians. So it's across the board support for the Russian war effort. Wow. So we are in a de facto war with uh, with China and Russia. And, and absolutely. And the thing is, it's uh, there's a difference between being in a proxy war and being in a war. And we're really, really close to that. Uh, if, if, for instance, Rush, Russia decides to use a tactical nuke uh, and NATO is compelled to be a part of it, there's a major difference between proxy war and real war. Uh, what, are your, what does your gut say about the possibility of that happening versus not happening? I would assume that China does not have a compelling interest to immediately see the destruction of the United States since we are such a major part of their economy. Um, I'd like to think that, Rob, but yeah. um, destruction of the United States is Communist Party's number one goal. Yeah. So, yes, it would hurt them, but I think that they would certainly go for it if they had the opportunity. Because we know what they've been doing. I yeah. mean, um, when we talk about war, we talk about kinetic war in the Western sense, but China talks about war in a much broader way. Um, so, for instance, COVID-19, fentanyl. Yes. These are elements of Chinese warfare. Um, China's been trying to divide the United States. It's been inciting violence on American streets. Those, those are basically, that's an act of war. 
Yeah. Violence. It, well, it is. been doing that. Well, 100%. And, and I think Donald Trump had it right. Uh, he knew exactly what was going on. He really started with just intellectual property theft, which China has done <clears throat> for decades. And, uh, and it's become much worse than that. Uh, what about the, uh, and I keep hearing about the solvency of the Chinese government uh, economically. Are there cracks in the foundation right now? Have they grown too big too fast? Uh, how is the economy in China doing versus here? That's an important question. And the economy there is contracting in reality, although they won't admit it. But there's something they've got. A, they've, they've got uh, the debt crisis, which you have large property companies, once which were considered solvent, are now defaulting. Homeowners are not paying their mortgages. It's the so-called mortgage boycott. There have been some bank runs in the recent past. And Beijing has no answer to these problems. So this is a slow motion crisis. If you want to think of it, think of it as China having its 2008 now. Really? In 2008, it decided not to have a downturn. And so it did a number of things. But now their economy is exhausted and they're having their 2008. So like uh, happens in so many times in history, uh, war is a convenient way to pull yourself out of an economic crisis. Absolutely. And it's, it's not mm. just an economic crisis, Rob. It's one for which was created by the Communist Party, and it's one for which the party has no solutions. Mm -hmm. So their only way out right now is to distract the Chinese people from their d disastrous policy mistakes at home. Which is what they're doing here. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. what we're, you know, it, it's abortion, it's this, it's that. It's, it's Joe Biden just today, he said that, uh, I just saw a headline, he's going to help out women who can't afford their abortions because of the economy. So I guess he's going to dip into the strategic abortion reserve uh, for that. Uh, let me ask you this, because we, we, we said we sold one million barrels of our strategic petroleum reserve to communist China. I literally have waited uh, weeks to hear your take on that and the use of our strategic petroleum reserve to artificially deflate the price of, of gas in this country in time for the election. What are your thoughts on that, Gordon? Especially at a time where it looks like China will start a war. Um, the last thing that any responsible president should do would be to decrease our readiness and to decrease our ability to protect our society. And that's what exactly Biden has done. Um, but one other thing, Rob. Yes. Um, you know, I don't think that all the smart people in the White House has figured out that uh, the oil markets around the world, they're global. So if you sell oil in the United States because you want to decrease the price of uh, gas at the pump, yeah. well, other parties are going to buy oil. And that's exactly what occurred. So this is the inevitable result. You know, and it's not just the Chinese. The Europeans bought our oil, too. So um, Biden is just, you know, he does ha not have a sense of how economies work. Yeah. He spent his entire life in, the, in politics. He has no idea. So... This is the inevitable result. Well, what's the difference between, uh, with this administration, between ignorance and uh, legitimate, deliberate destruction of the economy? Because I don't see how you can be this stupid. <laughs> Just to be honest yeah. with you, Gordon. I mean, how yeah. can you be this freaking stupid? I mean, how many times do we need to hear inflation starting to surge because government spending is too high? So let's raise interest rates and wreck the. This happened. Welcome back, Carter. I know you remember those days, Gordon. I do. I remember waiting in very long lines to yes. fill up at a gas station. Yes. And I remember the stagflation. Yeah. And, you know, 
this is we don't have to speculate about this. We can see President Biden's tweets on inflation. They have no correspond. They don't correspond at all to reality no. about what causes inflation. You know, economists can argue about the causes of inflation, but the causes that Biden talks about, nobody thinks that they're anywhere related to inflation. That shows you he got an economically ignorant president. I um, the other day we heard about PayPal attempting to uh, censor speech uh, by declaring that they were going to decide what is misinformation or disinformation, which means and by the way, the only people who can be recognized as disseminators of uh, what is correct and what is not misinformation and disinformation would be the government. That's what this is all about. Even though they're wrong, even though it's just about propaganda, they are the ones who have the capacity to be able to declare what is disinformation and dis and misinformation they tried it with the disinformation governance board uh but it appears that paypal attempted to uh to to do this on its own it lost six billion dollars in market value the day it happened and i find out that there was uh, someone involved i believe in the communist the chinese communist party who was involved in the decision making with regard to paypal announcing that policy have you heard anything about that clearly it is a policy that would be embraced by China and any other uh, dictatorial uh, you know, regime. It started with Joseph Stalin in 1923 with his disinformatia. Um, what are your thoughts about China and trying to uh, quell free speech in America and control our money? Well, they clearly would like to do that. Um, the problem here is that you've got politics intruding into business, and really this has been wrong. Um, one of the good things in, about the United States was that you could always trust the neutrality of companies, but now they have become extremely political. And one could say, well, if they had divided among liberals and conservatives, Republicans and Democrats, that's one thing. But no, they've all gone on one side. And so really what we've got right now is an attack on freedom. And so we've got to remember that liberty is what the foundation of our society. But we've got companies like PayPal and others that are undermining liberty. Yeah. I saw a tweet this morning. It says, uh, hashtag China looks like we're preparing to go to war in the next few years. It's about time we get ready to. What do you what do you mean by that? Well, we've seen China not only building up its military, which is the fastest buildup since the Second World War, but more ominously, Rob. China is getting its citizens, they're mobilizing them yeah. for war. And, you know, I, I spoke to a Chinese entrepreneur. He told me he was making products for the civilians, uh, medical products. The Communist Party ordered him to start making, uh, to change his production lines to make items for the military. And this, is, this order has gone out to a number of private entrepreneurs. And matter of fact, the Communist Party is now running factories that once were privately owned, because the factory owners didn't want to obey those orders and they fled China because they didn't want to stick around for Xi Jinping's war. That's what I mean. Unbelievable. And you've got uh, PSAs running in New York City for uh, the event <clears throat> of a nuclear uh, uh, strike. Uh, like nonchalantly while we're supposed to just go, oh, okay, oh, that, that's good. You know, we haven't had those around since we were children or our parents were children, but suddenly they're doing it. 
Um, how concerned are you, uh, Gordon? Uh, you're obviously closer to this. You 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 are a uh, you've made your life studying uh, China, cl- studying geopolitical uh, um, instances. What 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 are your uh, what does your heart tell you about uh, the risk of a of a full blown conflict with China and other nations? In other words, a third world war coming about in the next few years. Um, Got to be extremely concerned, oh, Rob. God, this man. is the most dangerous time since the Second World War. I mean, people will say, well, Cuban Missile Crisis or the Checkpoint Charlie Crisis in Berlin the year before, 61 and 62. But this is more dangerous than that time. And the reason is we know from the archives that neither Kennedy nor Khrushchev was willing to use their most destructive weapons. We don't know that about either Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping. And so right now we're on the edge of what could be history's last war. Uh, Gordon, dang it. Uh, you know, and, and does this surprise anybody? Uh, does this, was we are tele, tele, telescoping uh, or telegraphing weakness, the president of the United States tele, telegraphing weakness, the president clearly has been compromised by China. We know that uh, the president and his family got a $5 million uh, non, a loan that didn't need to be paid back from a, uh, a, a gas company in China. The, the head of that company has now disappeared. Um, how badly do you suppose the Biden administration has been compromised by uh, Uh, the bad actors in the Chinese Communist Party? I think that it should be the subject of an intensive FBI investigation. Um, You know, we don't know. We know the broad outlines of what's going on. It does look like a crime has been committed. And yet the issue, Rob, is that the FBI doesn't seem to be concerned about an enemy of the United States. Matter of fact, the enemy of the United States buying politicians. So this is something that we've got to be concerned about our own law enforcement and the political and the politicalization of uh, the FBI. What do you think? uh, We got about another minute here uh, with regard to the election. And I and I do believe that the Democrats are going to get a a keel hauled. And I hope so. But what's the first thing you'd like to see uh, uh, the new Congress, if it's both Republican houses doing with regard to China? Well, whoever wins, I would like to see them, for instance, um, prohibiting Chinese acquisitions of farm and ranch yes. land in the United States. Yes. I'd like to actually see expropriation of uh, land held by Chinese parties. Yeah. And, you know, if, if they haven't committed any crime, pay them fair compensation. Yep. But if, as in many cases, they've been committing crimes... We should forfeit the land yes. under federal forfeiture statutes. Yes. Just take it away. Yeah, and also if the land is not being used for uh, agricultural purposes, it should be taken away from them altogether. Uh, Gordon Chang, I appreciate you joining me. A pleasure to have you back on, sir. Uh, if I don't talk to you before Thanksgiving, I wish you and your family the very best. Uh, you can find you on uh, Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Twitter at Gordon G. Chang. Anywhere else people can find you, sir. I archive my articles for free at my website, which is www.gordonchang.com. Very good, sir. Talk to you again soon. It was nice to talk to you today. Thanks, Rob. All right. Stay safe. You bet. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. So Joe Biden did a campaign appearance. One of the only uh, people who want Joe Biden to do a campaign appearance is John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. He had a stroke five months ago. Here's, uh, here's Joe Biden at John Fetterman's event. And, and uh, John, thank you uh, very much for, uh, 
for running. I really do appreciate it. And Zell, you're gonna you're gonna be a great uh, a great lady in the Senate. There you go. And uh, John didn't talk. John didn't talk at this event. Uh, I wonder why John Fetterman didn't talk. He did clean up. He wore a suit. He didn't even get out his best hoodie. He wore his suit. We could have picked any part of Pennsylvania where we're going to start the campaign trail starting, right? That's, I think it would be, let, let the voters be the judges as to whether or not he's able to serve or he's fit to serve. I live eight minutes away from here. And when I leave tonight, I got three miles away. Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey. What is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income? You know, he sounds like somewhere between uh, Tonto and uh, and uh, that guy from Sling Blade. Uh, you know. I like me some French fried tater. You know, that kind of thing. That's about it. And people are seriously voting for him. Uh, people of Pennsylvania who vote for John Fetterman. Honestly, wow. Jeez. Seriously? Oh, and this, and this. John Fetterman's doctor, who cleared him to run for Senate, apparently was a big Democrat donor, including giving contributions to John Fetterman. Yeah? Dr. Clifford Chen examined uh, John Fetterman on Friday and uh, published a letter on Wednesday and, uh, and uh, said that he, he is ready. He's ready for service. Burp, 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 burp. Emerged that he donated in June 2021 to Fetterman's campaign one of over 300 contributions made to Democrats since 2015. Look at that. You know, remember we used to get a note from your doctor? Now you've got to pay him off. That's just nuts. Doug Mastriano was on uh, Fox last night. He was also on Newsmax last night. Uh, and he talked a little bit about some of his rallies in Pennsylvania versus Josh Shapiro, who's a leftist who's ushered in a new era of, uh, of ungodly crime in cities like uh, Philadelphia. Uh, here's what he had to say about his big rallies versus nobody showing up to see Democrats. And uh, wherever we go, even in Democrat strongholds, we get record crowds. We were in Erie, had 600 show up. We were in pits outside of Pittsburgh, had 400 competing against a Pittsburgh game. Uh, we were in Philly, Latinos came out like you wouldn't believe. Chester County outside of Philly, it was amazing. A meet and greet turned into a rally. And later that day in Bucks County by Washington Crossing State Park, over a thousand people showed up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, a lot of people say, he doesn't have a chance. He's this many points down. He's this many points down. I'll tell you what, anything is possible now because the Democrat message is so intellectually and morally bankrupt to start and then there's the last two years of absolute failure of every policy endorsed by democrats and destruction of the country this is uh, this is doug mastriano talking last night about his platform tell me how this doesn't win but uh, my top issue is uh, freedom it's about restoring individual freedom so on day one we're going to rip away the restrictions on our energy sector we're going to drill and dig like never before we're going to be added a carbon tax bye-bye carbon tax restore common sense to the commonwealth and that means no more boys in the in the girls bathroom Woo! no more boys on the girls team on day one, we're no longer a sanctuary state. When those ghost flights show up, our beautiful Pennsylvania State Police will escort those busloads of, of illegals down to Delaware. Joe Biden can have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good platform. That's a pretty darn good platform. Here he is talking about his opponent, Josh Sapiro. He's been our senior law enforcement official for six years. And I, 
How is he doing? Six years there, crime has gone up almost 40%. We're number fourth highest in fentanyl deaths in the nation. Uh, carjacking is about 1,000 this year alone. We're on track for a record 600. In other words, he's making, and Democrats are making, life in Pennsylvania a living hell. If you want to help out Doug, just go to Doug4Gov, Doug, number 4GUV.com, and help him out so he can become the next governor of the state of Pennsylvania. Let's take a break, come back and wrap things up on the Rob Carson Show. Guys, keep your chin up. I know that uh, things get get really stressful, and this economy is crap, and and uh, and we are we have our eyes on the prize, November the eighth. Okay, hang in there. We're going to make it through it. Democrats, Republicans, Patriots, we're going to do it. Have a glorious day. God bless you. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, woo! Don't catch the stupid. See you then.